everybody and welcome to another episode of From Across the Pond. Uh, today we have myself, James Ash, and we also have, of course, Bram. Bram How are you? Also yes. here again. Yes, of course, of course. Um, we've, we've got a new look. I think we should start with that. We've got like a nice new logo um, that I guess went live. But last week's episode, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So um, yeah, we've, we've started the branding and hopefully some of our listeners will like it and um of course please follow us on twitter at from across the pond one uh, from across pond one sorry all the stuff is down below in the description and stuff you can find all that and uh yeah so hope you guys like it anyways i like on it to i like you it. like it you like it a lot <laughs> i like yeah, it so a lot yeah yeah yes so shout out to at hannah hannah may design on instagram she created it for us um she's my girlfriend and um, yeah really talented so check her out should it's do that, much better obviously. than the one we had before. It's just like a proper <laughs> logo yes. artwork yes. thingy. Of course, of course. We needed something. We did need something. So hopefully everyone likes it. And we may stick out. Hopefully we stick out a bit more now and more listeners will come our way. That's what we're hopefully trying to gain. We already stick out with our personalities and now we're <laughs> going to stick out with our logo too. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of sticking out, um, what I guess we, we, we've got... What's that? Mm. <laughs> there was a. I, I've, a I've been watching too much The Office lately, and I was thinking of that was <laughs> that. That's what she said, but there's definitely an innuendo in that in that remark. Then yes, hundred uh, percent. But as always in each episode, we do start with our pick of the week. So Bram, do you want to start us with your pick of the week from last week? I do. Um, it's a gadget thing, and I know uh, people like gadgets over here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a massive fan of the company Sonos, the wireless speaker manufacturer. And yep. it's been heavily rumored for a while that they're going to release two new products. A Bluetooth speaker that's smaller than the one they have right now, the Sonos Move. And a f- uh, first for them, a pair of uh, Bluetooth headphones. And uh, there was an earnings call last week. And the CEO has said that, yes, they're going to release a new product next month. Um it's not sure if it's going to be. They're going to announce both of them. They're both expected for this year, but normally Sonos releases both their new products in like a wave, and they release two a year. They also said that at that last earning call that they still want to release two products a year. So maybe next month we're going to see a new Bluetooth speaker, which I personally not that interested in because I have the Sonos Move that's already a Bluetooth speaker, but it's a bit bigger. But I might be interested in the pair of headphones that they might release. So I really hope it's next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also my birthday next month, so that could be a nice present. So nice. let's hope they're going to release a pair of headphones. And that's my story of the week, just anticipation for that. Yes, that's, that sounds interesting, especially for your birthday that month as well. That'd be really pretty sweet. You know, as I know, you're very invested in the Sonos ecosystem. I, and, yeah, I am. My, my entire house is filled with with speakers from uh, from Sonos. Yes. It's so, it's it's absolutely my my as when it comes to gadgets it's my favorite thing because it it just works. It's like that classic Apple mantra, it just works. Mm. Well, this mm-hmm. just works. I've had zero zero issues with them. What if Apple ever bought Sonos? <laughs> Um, I wouldn't like that because the great thing about so- the great thing about Sonos is is that it works with everything. Like mm. it works with Google Home, it works with Alexa, it works with Siri in some uh, some ways, not as well as the others. Uh, it works with Spotify, it works with Apple Music, Amazon Music, Deezer, mm. uh, Tidal, everything. Um, Audible, all all that stuff. Um, and I fear that when Apple uh, buys them, it won't anymore. So you could argue they are the like for like companies, like in terms of price, you know, in, in terms of everything. Like how we got the website, I think it looks pretty identical to Apple's a lot of the time. And it is. The it price. is in a similar a similar uh, market, so to say. Yeah. Mm. It also has yeah. like a very high design philosophy, so that's can be compared to Apple. Uh, but they're yeah. actually doing quite well, even at the earnings call. They were like the shares were up and the revenue was up. Um, I think I think they're doing quite well on their own, and I've heard some interviews with the CEO when he was on the Vergecast, and he doesn't seem like he's planning to, you know, sell it. There are, there have been rumors of Apple buying and Microsoft even has been rumored for once, mm. which I could I would prefer Microsoft to be honest than Apple in this case, but um, 
I, I kind of hope they just remain independent. And I think they will, because they're doing quite well. Like, at least over here in the Netherlands, it's like... I think it's one of the most established audio brands that people have. Like, people have, like, a Play Bar or yeah, just yeah. A, a One or something like that. Interesting. But I'm going to go back... On, I'm going to get back on this on a future episode. Yes, on definitely. So stay tuned, everybody, for that. We will have a deep, deeper dive onto... Uh, onto Zonos in the future. Um, as for me, so my pick of the week this week um, is not really, well, not really related to tech per se. I guess it is. You plug it in, so it's kind of tech, then it's electrical. Um, so I upgraded my clock this week. <laughs> it's a funny story. So I've had my clock since 1996, seven. I was like three or four. Like I've had this digital clock for years and um the clock's then almost as old as me because i'm also <laughs> i was also born in 1996 <laughs> yeah it's literally and it's been on well every minute of every day since then really i've always used it um very reliable and obviously i was looking i had my birthday money for my birthday in january and i was just looking there i was like what do i actually want to spend this money on well, one of the things like what do i need and the clock's been one of those things because I've always been aware of the mainly the power consumption that it drives because it's quite old. Mm-hmm. It's you know not as power efficient nowadays um, as something that comes out nowadays. And then I saw this Lenovo smart clock, and I was like, mm. "What is this? I've never heard of a smart clock, but it's such a twenty twenty one thing, I guess." Um, so everything is smart now. Everything is smart. Smart, smart yeah. fridges, smart clocks, <laughs> it's smart insane. lights. So I jumped on Facebook Marketplace and um, just to look at what the used market was, just to see the prices. And lo and behold, there was somebody selling a um, brand new sealed Google Nest Hub. So mm. one of the with the with the screen. So yeah, it's really nice. Looks really sleek. Now my clock can play Apple Music if I wanted to. I can even turn my lights on and off. Um, but it's basically a clock. I'm not using. I've used the the Google features, like in terms of the speaking features. I don't want to speak because they'll hear me. Just to like set the alarm, because obviously I'm, I do use an alarm sometimes. But yeah, it's a clock. <laughs> I find it surprising that you bought it actually, because you're very invested into Apple HomeKit ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And yep. this doesn't really work with it, but no, you can still find a use for it. Exactly, I've got, so it's using the clock right now, I can swipe the, I think it's right to left, and then it'll bring up my home dashboard, mm. and I can just turn off my lights in my room at one tap. It's quite convenient for that. Um, think yeah, I've, I've, had it, I've had it as well, I, uh, it's a really yeah. good product, I think. Yes, yeah, it's, it's decent, I, I, you know, I can even watch Netflix if I want to. <laughs> some of these things I was yeah. really shocked at what you could do on it. But Disney Plus as well. Yeah, yeah, there's some services and I'm just like... Why would anyone want to put that on their clock? I guess if you're in the kitchen, you're cooking, you could yeah. cast from your TV to that, you know. I had one in the kitchen before. That's what I used it for, like whilst cooking, watching mm. a YouTube video or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I've kind of, I haven't linked many of those services, even the music, because I use HomePods for that. And it's basically a clock and a quick function to change uh, lights, lamps and stuff in my room. So, but... Uh, that's my pick of the week, so yeah, upgraded my 20-year-old clock. <laughs> so, moving on to this week's episode then. This week we are talking video games, all things video games from past experiences, from our first love of video games and where, where it started to now, more modern day, what type of things we're mm-hmm. playing. And we've got, especially over the last three months, we've the whole, or five months, sorry, with the PS5 and the Xbox dropping, um, this, the new generation, we've got quite a lot to say, um, I'm sure, in this episode, so... Strap yourselves in. This could be a good a good one. A because bumpy ride. It could be a bumpy ride. So, yeah, I guess <clears throat> I guess we could start with right at the beginning. Where, Bram? I guess we'll start with well, ask you a question. Like, where would you say you first fell in love with video games? Mm. Do you have a memory? Do you have a? Um, well, yeah, nah. I'm, I'm thinking now. Like, I'm thinking what, what my first console was, and that's probably a Game Boy Color. Oh, okay, I think my yeah. first experience with video games was at my aunt's. Uh, she had a PlayStation 1, the original, the, the gray mm. box. And we played a lot of the Harry Potter games on it. And I think that nice. was my first experience with uh, video games. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know, shall we do like a timeline of the consoles we've we've had? Or? Yeah, go on then, yeah, go, go for um, it. My first 
uh, when, well, when it comes to like consoles, like boxes, it's for me it's PlayStation Two, uh, Wii, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, Switch, uh, PS Five, Xbox Series X. And when it comes to handhelds, it's been Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, SP, the one that you like flipped like a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Portable, PlayStation Vita, and uh, now Nintendo Switch. Although I also use that as a console, so uh, that's mm-hmm. a bit of both. Uh, so yeah, my first console was a PS2. I still remember like the, the games I got uh, for it when I got it were Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and um, uh, Kingdom Hearts, the first one. And, you know, over the years, it's like when I look back at it, like the fondest memories I have of a console are probably the PS2 and the Wii, just because those were the consoles I mostly had whilst growing up. Yeah. Uh, but now PS3 is starting to come back. Like on the Xbox now, I've bought Call of Duty Black Ops, like the original one. That's a game I played a lot on PS uh, PS3. Um, yeah, just I I, I I I when I was a kid, I like I played a lot of like the adventure games, like. Well, Harry Potter, again, was a big one. Also, like, Star Wars Battlefront. I played a lot of Lego games. I still love mm. those. Um, so, movie yeah, games, I, then. I, movie games, as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, also, like, when I was a kid, like, my earliest memories were, like, also FIFA is a game that I, yeah, like, cool. always, like, had and played. But Yeah. But what about you? So, mine goes back to... My first experience with video games with my uncle, which was a lot of my tech influence, really. My uncle worked as an IT manager, and my dad wasn't, you know, really tech techy. But every time I go with my aunt and uncles, he always had this new gadget, you know. He gave me my first Apple product, gave me, mm-hmm. um, well, saw my first video game. He was playing Sonic on a Sega. Mm. The, the, that's how far, that's my first time. For... Yeah, on a Mega Drive. That was my first time seeing a video game on a TV or... Yeah, and then that, I think it was that year, the PS1 was coming out. So my mum got us, me and my brother, because we're similar ages, only a year between us. We had a PS1 together, mm. like it was our, a joint present for Christmas, and amazing. Like, oh, it still works now, I've still got it. It's uh, it's incredible. But yeah, PS1, then PS2, where we shared, we shared one again, and then eventually... We had one each, but we growing up we did share one because we had like a games room, you know, as you as you do. Mm. Just so it was there, um, and then from PS2, then I went to Xbox 360. That was my mm. my first console after that. Uh, Gears War and Halo, and basically my friends on Xbox Live, and that was massive at the time. And then I hated it. <laughs> uh, got PS3, um, then PS4. Then Xbox One X, I got towards the end, and then PS Five, and then Xbox Series X. But I've also had a Switch along the way. Times three, sold them. Can't get on with it. You've had three Switches. I've had three Switches. Never worked out. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> you you didn't figure that out after one Switch. You had to like <laughs> buy three to know like oh that's this is not for me. In my defense, I bought one at launch. Okay. So I bought one at launch and because I'd pre-ordered one, and there was not much games for it. Do you mean it was? I bought yeah, it Zelda. So I like, and, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait it out. It's, it was way too expensive. A lot of games to buy at the time as well, and I actually sold it for a bit more than what I bought it for because like people wanted them. Mm. So I sold it. So I just got rid of it, and then I bought one. My friend, my friend had 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 one. He was in work with me, and he said, "Oh, I can lend you all my games." So I was like, mm. "Great, I'll buy one then, and then I can just lend Zelda." I think I was lent Splatoon from him, and I lent what other game did I lend? Mario Odyssey. Ellen uh, Noir lent me, so mm. he gave me three games to lend, and I really I did enjoy it. And then, uh, yeah, so I played Zelda, and then after that, I was like, "Well." That's it, you know. I, I don't think Mario Odyssey was out at that time. Mm. I'm not sure if it was. And that was quite then early I, then in his lifetime. That yes, you had it. yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. And then I bought one then this, well, last year, this time last year, before lockdown. And I was playing Animal Crossing. And, and then in the summer of 2020, just found that I wasn't using it. And I had a bit of a financing reorganize with my finances. And I had to sell it, basically. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, I sold it. But they are, they are good. 
So they are good consoles, but I just think for me, I just I don't have time to play handheld consoles as much as I want to. I'm much more of a sit play games in front of a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, my I guess if I talk about my handheld game consoles I've had, I've had basically game Game Boys, um, Advance SP. All of them, again, all of them still work. Even my green Game Boy Color still works. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> was testing these out last week. I don't, this is mad we're talking about this today. Um, yeah, they still work. Um, I had a PSP. I think that was where it stopped then. I didn't have a mm. Vita or anything. I, 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 I did have a Vita, but I had it for a short time. So I don't really class that I had it, if you know what I mean. Didn't really invest too much time into it. I was curious and just returned mm. it. I, I don't really have time. I, you know, I drive with like. I guess city life for yourself, I guess, is different to like I have to drive to work and by the time I get to work, yeah. I work. I miss that though, because like when I was in school, I used to always be like on the school bus, listen to music, take a console, you know, you'd, I would, you just, that's yeah. what people would do. And I guess if you're commuting all the time on buses, that's, trains. That's what I used it for as well. Like mm. I, um, I got the switch in December 2018, I believe. And that was mm. right during my uh, education. And I had to go by train to school. So every time in the train, I took it and I, you know played a bit of yeah. Mario or some Smash mm-hmm. Brothers. Um, but I also just like just use it at home, just as a console. I don't, yeah, especially now with lockdowns, I don't yeah. really use it that much on the go. But you know, sometimes even just like in the evening, when there's like something on TV that you kind of want to see but don't really want to follow, I sometimes just pick up the Switch and do some, yeah. you know, some Tetris, some light games, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that was my best time with it. When I had the Switch and I was traveling, I'd take it away with me. I used it once on the, on an airplane, I can recall, playing L.A. Noir, And the experience, was, it, was con- it is a console. It was, it, it was like playing a PS3 game in terms yeah. of, maybe not PS3, even PS4 even, game, graphic-wise and performance-wise. I thought it was pretty pretty high, um, high quality for that. And... The concept's great, you know, the fact that it's portable and especially the, the, the regular Switch, obviously. Um, but for me, it's just a lifestyle thing. I think if you if you don't travel and and, and you you prefer and you play PS5 stroke PS4 consoles at home, you know, the Switch to get ultimate value for it, I feel like you need to either just just have a Switch as your like console at home or travel a lot, you know, and, and you can use it on the go. So, so yeah. Um, that's my my timeline really of consoles. Was yeah, I've um, I've had a few, <laughs> um, some for longer than others, as, as you know, as I've said. But you know, well, that's my thing. Like in general, like when I buy a console, I have it for at least I think like five years. <laughs> so I do well, tend to keep them a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think that's been my thing with having because I know you've only recently had an Xbox and a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Whereas I this is the first time I've had like every single console, mm. the triple threat, the, yeah, the three, the big three. Yeah, I find that hard sometimes. I do find that I found that hard over the years to have a three sixty and PS three and a one and a um, PS four. I found that hard because my girlfriend to say you can only play one at a time. You can only select one HDMI input at a time. So you know um, to get the value out of them. But I think. What I've learned is you've got to have them for different purposes. I think we spoke about this before. Like for me, my my Series X now is a Game Pass machine, which is a great product in terms of value for money. It is with the amount of stuff you get. It's a Game Pass machine plus also an Xbox exclusive machine. Plus the Xbox is far superior for media, for Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos support. So if it those three things, that's what that does for me. PS Five, on the other hand. Sony games, I feel like Sony have the best exclusives in terms of stories. Even the multiplayer, I feel like, is better nowadays than it was on Xbox back, say, 360 time. So, you know, if I play with my friends, it's on PS5. When I'm playing just, you know, Game Pass games or Xbox exclusives or watching a 4K Blu-ray, um, I'm using an Xbox. I feel like you're same yeah, for me there. Same for me. It's like the Xbox is now also like my media device, mostly, and Game Pass. Mm. And sometimes I just see like a good deal, and then I buy it like yesterday. I bought the Batman Arkham Collection on the Xbox. It was on sale for like 19 euros, so that's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, PS5 is still my main console, like all like multi-platform games like FIFA. I buy on it and Call of Duty as well. 
Um, I now the thing I I I tried play some of Sony's exclusives like God of War and stuff. Um, mm. Thing is, I like them, but they're all very samey to me. Like mm. like every game sort of feels like Uncharted nowadays, and I feel that wasn't the case like ten years ago. But now it feels like all the major single player games just it's just Uncharted, but with uh, Greek gods or Uncharted both with superpowers. Yeah. So I'm not really that big a fan of Sony's exclusives anymore. I do like the Spider-Man games, for instance, and mm-hmm. I really like Destruction All-Stars so far, uh, surprisingly, actually. <laughs> uh, but for me, the, the still the king of console exclusives is Switch. It's like those games are just... When I have like a party or I have friends over, like those are the games we play. We play Mario Kart, Mario Party, Super Smash Brothers, uh, just stuff like that. It's like it's the... It, it's it's technologically speaking, it's the least advanced console of the three, but like game speaking, it's easily the one with the best games. That's period. interesting, Anna. It's interesting. And when you think about it, I bet the budget for those games are a lot less than the the other games. Then, so the the price of the other games are you know much much. Oh, that, yeah, that's the thing. Is like I feel like most of the exclusives nowadays, and that's especially on Sony's side, in my opinion, are like focused on being like movies and like yes, oh, we yeah, tell yeah. so great stories, but, but just being so hyper focused on. Uh, yeah, being real and being movies is sort of like detracting from the game aspect of it. Mm. But when you say that's good from a product standpoint, as somebody who owns all three, you've got one machine, the Nintendo Switch, which gives you most fun, great party games, you know, couch couch gaming, couch gameplay with friends. Mm-hmm. You've got an Xbox then, which is good for emulation of all the old historical yeah. games. Xbox. That's, that's something games. I do a lot of it now as, yeah. as well. I really so, really like that they just yeah. support every single generation yeah you've got that purpose for that console and then the ps5 then is more of your high polished bit more movie cinematic games rely very much on cutscenes to get you through the game it's almost like it's three consoles but they kind of all do different things even though the xbox and ps5 is a lot often spoke about in the same way you could look at it and they actually do different things like yeah, for our yeah, purpose I guess. I guess for our purpose i guess yeah um, which yeah, is, which it's, it's not that Sony has like bad exclusives. I just feel a mm. lot of the games that are like the biggest names in the exclusive are like just very samey. But something like, for instance, Resident Clank that's coming this year, I, I think looks very good. And I yes. probably will get it. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank is on my list. And speaking of my list, actually, I've spoken to you about this before, but this year I'm actually setting myself a challenge because you mentioned there Uncharted and God of War. Well, I've never played those games. I've only actually finished The Last of Us today. The first Last of Us I finished today. I'm quite in the dark in terms of games, story mode games mainly. Um, and I've got a list, and I'm just going to reel off. I've been speaking to some other friends. I obviously spoke to Bram as well, and he you told me some other games to add. But this is my list so far. So um, I've got Last of Us, which I've now completed. I've got Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm playing. I've started Gears of War 1 today. So that's my Xbox game. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm playing Tomb Raider I'm playing with my girlfriend so I've kind of got four games or three games on the run right now um, but this is my list of unplayed games so obviously Last of Us 2 Uncharted 1, 2, 3, 4 Gears of War 2, 3, 4, 5 then the other two Tomb Raiders then I've got God of War on PS3 God of War Remastered on PS4 God of War then the 2018 PS Plus it's very confusing because they're all called the same thing but they're different games <laughs> So that was annoying. Uh, Days Gone, Heavy Rain, Skyrim, Witcher 3, Infamous Second Son, Hitman 1, Hitman 2, and obviously the new Hitman 3. That's my list, like, so far. Mm. Um, I'm enjoying it, like, I am enjoying playing actual, like, different games because my problem is always playing FIFA. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, it's not PlayStation, what should I play? I don't want to play, oh, I'll play FIFA. I'll just play, I'll play one game on FIFA and it turns into, like, three hours. And then the night's like, I feel like I've wasted the night on FIFA. Mm. So I've had a good time this week or this last two weeks really on Last of Us. Um, now I'm going to start Last of Us 2, which the story is insane. I don't want to spoil anything for some people, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Is there any others you'd recommend or is that a good? Uh, mm, um, I feel like I've covered all the bases there. <laughs> let's see. Well, I, I'm maybe uh, I'm gonna start Halo as well on the Xbox. 
Yes. Master Chief Collection. Um, mm-hmm. I think you've got like most of the big PS4, PS5 games covered. Like maybe Infamous, yeah. Second Son. Yeah, I got. Um, uh, else, yeah. I think that's about it. That you, you have like the yeah. biggest IPs. I think I don't want to do too many right now as well because obviously there's <laughs> a lot to play. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Um, Halo should actually be on there as well because I really need to replay that. Um, which we said we'll we'll have a go together as well. But yeah, it, it's it's fun. Like you know, especially with lockdown, it's much easier now to play games more, and um, there's there's a lot more time on people's hands, I guess. So like, yeah, you can't for buy me consoles. as well. It's like 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 during the week, like I just play like games that aren't really like story focused. Like I now started mm. with Mario 3D World, but like those big story games, like no. Well, Halo, for instance, or uh, I still need to finish Uncharted 4. Uh, those I usually play like in the weekends when I have like one or two hours uh, to spend. Yeah. I don't like play those during the week because I really want to get invested in the story whilst mm. playing them. Yeah. Yeah, I found that. Like I booked off two days this week, so I booked off today and tomorrow. <laughs> so I played like Last of Us this morning and I played Gears this afternoon. But like you say, when you're finishing work or whatever, you... It's harder to get into the game. I played some Disneyland Adventures last week as well. That was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it yeah. was. It was very hard hitting for me because I visited uh, that Disneyland in mm. October 2019. So that was just a few months before this whole pandemic mess uh, started. So I got for like very nostalgic, like oh, even like a bit of emo- emotional, like mm. uh, very remember the time like before you had to worry <laughs> about. You know, yeah. getting a vaccine or just mm. be not being able to do basically anything. It was like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what games can do. Games are interesting right now because you can't, like, obviously there's loads of um, discussions now about PS5s, Xbox Series Xs, and everyone trying to get hold of a console. Well, you can't actually get hold of any console. Like, if you go on the store, especially here in the UK, there's PS4s, Xbox Ones, even the switches, everything's out of stock. Like yeah, it's the not... switch especially was like yeah. when Animal Crossing had last year at the beginning mm. of lockdown. It was like insane. Yeah. Like you couldn't get it. That's when I was trying to buy one. It was like it came up and it was like my brother wanted one because he was just moving out and you know he wanted to buy one for like him and his girlfriend. And he was like, "There's like two in stock in the store. Do you, do you want one?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and that's where it started because like everyone was playing Animal Crossing. My girlfriend wanted it. And yeah, it was just, just insane. But the fact that you can't buy a PS4 or Xbox One, like they are out of stock here in the UK. You can't get one on Amazon. You can't get one in any stores. They are out of stock. Like, so I guess that that's also like a thing that shows like the power of like the games Nintendo has. It's like the PS5 mm-hmm. and Xbox now are hard to get, but that's just because people want the console. But give it like six months, and they should be readily available. But like the Switch, mm. like when Animal Crossing released last year, it was like already on the market for like three years. And it's still, you couldn't get it just because that game was like the thing to get. It's like, that's the power for me that Nintendo still has over Microsoft and Nintendo or, uh, and Sony. It's like, so uh, Sony has good exclusives, very good ones, mm-hmm. but they can't compare it to like Mario or Zelda or Metroid or uh, Pikmin or Animal Crossing or whatsoever. It's, no. it, I, I consider Marvel like to be like the, you know, like the Disney or the Looney Tunes of gaming. It's like, I think Mar, uh, especially, did I say Marvel by the way? I'm, I meant Nintendo. I don't know why, yeah. but <laughs> Nintendo is like for me is like it's sort of like the Disney or the Looney Tunes of like gaming. It's like characters everyone knows. It's like you can go to. I don't know, like a, a rusty village in Siberia, and they probably will know who Mario is and who Mickey Mouse is. I think that's just the power they have, yeah. and it's also something you see now that they're, you know, they're opening a theme park or land in a theme park that's based on Nintendo. That's also mm-hmm. that will always be the power that that company has over its competitors. I think the others have more interesting hardware, well, at least interesting, yeah. more powerful hardware. But it's like the IP that they have is like they can't be beaten in that case. Hmm. They've the IP is is very vital, isn't it, to to them? And even now, I guess there's no like, the, the whole Pokemon craze as well. Like 
Oh yeah, that's Pokemon a big card, one as well. Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon cards craze is yeah, it's it's very big. Pokemon Go recently wasn't it? Two well, two years ago. Yeah, that was, was also a big thing during my youth. By the way, with get video games, just playing Pokemon on yeah. the Game Boy. Pokemon Gold was the one I had. The one with mm. Pikachu on it. Nice. I absolutely. I, I found them. Yeah, they put more silver. Yeah, Luigi. Oh my god. Yeah, great. Great. Um, yeah. Okay. So I guess more deep, more of a deeper dive into the the newest consoles we have. The, um, you know, they're the ones that are fresh, more more fresh in our mind recently. Um, talk everyone through what you got. What what's the? You've obviously got PS Five, Xbox, but the PS Five you've got digital. If I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, I have a PS5 digital edition and Xbox Series X, but also all digital. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. have basically everything digital. My music, my movies, my games are all digital. My books even. Yeah. yeah. That's mad to me. <laughs> That's so mad. But, you know, I guess I'm starting to, and I guess through your influence, look at... I've never used to, when buying games, look on the store. Ever, never, because I'd always just think they're way too expensive. Whereas now, it sometimes it's more effective, and the convenience takes over. FIFA, for example, I had the disc version; it was on sale. I noticed on a site here called Hot UK Deals, it was on sale for like twenty bucks or something. Um, I could I sold it on eBay for like thirty bucks my disc and bought then the digital for twenty. But now I've got the convenience of having the digital version just there ready to go whenever I fancy just jumping in and I've loved that because especially with the PS Plus collection certain games we've obviously got on the PlayStation 5 that I've like just downloaded I've got that taste currently I've got two discs three discs PS5 discs yeah that's also with this generation like Xbox especially with the quick resume feature is like it benefits from it being all digital Mm -hmm. PS5 kind of has that as well but it doesn't really save the games it's sort of more like a task switcher yeah but like xbox i like uh last week i like i played lego star wars the complete saga the old one mm-hmm. and yesterday i played one again after like five days and it still resumed at the state i was in when i played last week it's like that i, I think like this i that's one prediction i would i would make it's like this is the last generation of consoles to have physical discs mm. Hmm, that's interesting. I can see, you know, especially I guess with the Series S and with the PS5 Digital, slightly different um, strategies there with the PS PlayStation obviously going for power for the the two being exactly the same, but just no disc drive. Whereas Xbox of the higher end machine has a disc drive, but the lower end machine doesn't. Um, which obviously yeah, I'm I'm more a fan of of Sony's way of doing it because I feel mm. like. The Series S, I think it's a really good concept and it's good for people who don't game a lot. But on the other hand, I also think it's gonna ho- yeah, it's gonna hold games back. You know, like yes. it's it's like they have to be optimized for it, so it's not going to be as in- intense, so to say, as it might be if, if they were just developing for PS Five and yeah. um, uh, Series X. Yeah, yeah, it's very. It is interesting. I'm personally am one for discs. I like the whole reselling aspect. As I've said, I've, I've picked up some some stuff this week actually on, on some discs. What Last of Us so does does discs, Last of Us Two, um, because some prices do just remain high on the store for some games. It's, it it that just that just happens. I feel like if they ever did do just digital only. I feel like some of the offers need to be better. And also, I think PlayStation support needs to be better. There's certain PS4 games looking on the store that you can't buy. So I'm looking for Hitman 1 right now. Hitman mm-hmm. 2 is on the store. But Hitman 1 isn't isn't on the PlayStation store. But it's on the Xbox store. But you can also buy a disc of it on Amazon. So mm-hmm. what about people like yourself, I guess, who's got a digital console, wanting to buy the new Hitman 3? obviously playing one and two before that you can't because certain ps4 titles are not even on there so i find that a bit hard and again we've spoke about we spoke about this offline i guess with like support like xbox do the whole backwards compatible thing so much better than playstation 
Yeah, um, that's one. Uh, that's one thing I really think Sony dropped the ball in in like mm. two to three generations now. Because they yeah. used to be really good at it. And like PS2, you could play all the PS1 games, even use the same controllers. And now it's just, well, you can't yeah. do anything. Yeah, you can pay ten bucks a month to stream some PS3 games, and not that good quality, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very disappointing. I don't really know why they just can't implement it. Because you know, Xbox is doing it very well. I'd say the best of all three, and Nintendo is doing it a bit, although they also aren't the best yeah. at it lately. They were very good in, at the Wii during the Wii and Wii U with the virtual console, but now. Hmm. Can you buy like anymore. Wii Wii games or Wii U games on the store then on Nintendo? Or? No, no, you can't. Some games are like remastered, like Mario 3D World came out last right. week, and that's originally a Wii U game. Uh, yeah. You have like a NES and Super NES subscription service that's included with your uh, online gaming subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't say like, oh, I'm going to buy, um, I don't know, uh, a Wii game. I, I, I can't say like, I'm going to buy Wii Sports for the Switch. That's not possible. Yeah. Which, yeah, is a downfall, I guess. That is a downfall. Which, on the flip side, then Xbox is doing their monthly games with gold and giving away an Indiana Jones Xbox original classic game this month, for example. Like, one of their games each month, PlayStation is PS4 and PS5 games, obviously. But we're getting. Yeah, one, I'm, 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 you know. I'm really liking Xbox backwards compatibility as well. Even like the older games look better. It's like, mm. it's not that it's a half assed port. It's like, you yeah. know, you have, have the auto HDR and my. I think it even looks a bit sharper. I might be wrong about that, but yeah. Well, a lot of the games, like the the old ones, they are updated to like 4K graphics and stuff. Even though they're not like, you know, they they still retain the how it looked, I guess. But the the eight bit graphics are you know much more refined. Let's just say, I guess. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so I have one thing to bring up actually on the whole backwards compatibility thing and that's I've actually picked up a PS3 this week which mm. is interesting I've been in the market for one for a while I've kind of I've got one PS3 Slim but with this whole playing games I'm not one to just play the I don't really want to just play the God of War game for instance that's on PS Plus and be done with it when there's three games prior to that to play so I was in the market, I've been in the market for PS3 that is a backwards compatible model, and looking on eBay, somebody newly listed one. I've been sorting it by newly listed, and somebody listed one which matched the model number, but they just had like a best offer thing. The starting bid was like forty quid or something, and I just offered a hundred. Now, bear in mind they do go for like two hundred plus, so I thought that's quite a good deal. Comes with twenty games, I fully expected them to refund, like this decline. <laughs> Um, but they came back and just accepted. I was just like, okay, twenty games um, with the you know with the model number of the PlayStation console that supports backwards compatibility for PS One and PS Two games. So if all checks out and if all works out there, that's going to be quite a nice find for a hundred pound. Um, yeah, you should be wary of those because some of that those older PS Threes have issues with. You know, like sort of like the ring, red ring of death. Yeah, the yellow light like, of yellow light of death, isn't it? The yeah, fat ones. So I did have one, and I actually recently sold it just as I moved in this house, actually, like um, over a year ago, um, because it was just space. I didn't have space for it, and at the time, I wasn't really like into games as much as I am now. And as I said, I want to be playing more, more games, and I want to go back and play some classics. So hopefully, it lasts me. Well, as you say, hopefully it'll last me a bit more time than having in getting that thing. But by, the, by the way, that PS3, like the original design, is still one of my favorite console designs that I've oh, seen. Oh, yes. Hands down. They just screwed up on the price there, didn't they? They just really... At yeah. the time, it was... Yeah, at the time, it was really bad. And yeah. really bad for developers th- to develop on. But I think that's a quite interesting thing to notice, actually, because, you know, that... Sony were coming off the PS2, where it's still the best-selling console ever. Yeah. Um, so they were like they were like the top of the food chain. And they showed it. They were very arrogant, and 
my, meanwhile, Microsoft, the Xbox 360, was the underdog. Mm. And then, funnily, the same thing happened last generation, of the next generation with PS4 and Xbox, where, like, PS4 was the underdog and Xbox was, like, the, the, the top of the food chain. They were like, oh, we're going to make the media box, and people didn't like it. And Sony were, like, very friendly to a game, what gamers wanted. Mm. And I feel like the roles have shift, shifted now again. I feel now PS5 is, like, there are some things I just don't get why they don't include. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing, for instance, is what we talked about, the media capabilities, with, like, Dolby Atmos isn't supported, Dolby Vision isn't supported. Backwards yeah. compatibility is weird. You can't use the old controllers. Uh, just weird stuff. Like, you, you can't expand the memory yet. Uh, but I feel like Microsoft now is is very friendly towards gamers. It's like, oh, you can just use your, all your old accessories, all your games work. Uh, we just have a card to put in the back of the console, and that is expensive, but it's easy to, you know, mm-hmm. add uh, storage, uh, games with gold, as you said, just Game Pass in itself is a great deal. Yeah. It's like if you want a comparable uh, experience on PlayStation, almost it's almost twice as expensive per month. Yeah. Um, so that, that's an interesting thing I noticed. Like every generation, there's like one that's the top of the food chain, and that company sort of becomes arrogant and... Yeah. But then again, PS5s are in such high demand that I guess most people don't care. But Yeah, I mean, PlayStation is definitely the most popular ones right now. And could that could that be down to luck? I mean, it's also obviously PS4. PS4 won the last generation, didn't it, in terms of sales versus the Xbox One? Yeah, I don't know how it's, how it's there, but over here it's like people mainly have either a Switch or a PlayStation. I don't yeah. know many people that have an Xbox. It's quite it's quite split here. It is quite you know. Do you have PlayStation or Xbox? But a lot more people have gone to PlayStation. But I don't really understand why because you know backwards. I know backwards compatibility. Um, crossplay like crossplay is a thing on the big titles like COD now. You know you yeah. can be playing on you can be playing with people on um, Steam, you know, and also on Xbox. So I was playing with some mates the other day and they were playing on an Xbox my brother with his friends and half of them got Xboxes one of them was on a PC it was all in the chat it was working great you know so I guess it's just you get what you want but PlayStation is as you say the most popular machine right now like and the hottest one to get it's so hard to get so yeah, yeah it's I'm, I'm still like amazed that I got one at launch <laughs> yeah I was super lucky and just I was going to go to the store to get it, like, the day the pre-orders came out, obviously, when they released the price. I just went on the website to look for, like, the opening time of the store, and it was just there, PS5 bundles, just buy now. I was just, it was there, like, uh, if I didn't do that, wouldn't have had it that day, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I pre-ordered mine in, like, August last year, in-store, mm. and that was just a month before sto- store closed over here, so... It was like a a real launch. They had like a special uh, bay set up where you could pick mm. it up and you could choose your accessories. And man, I miss that. I miss I miss this that type of thing this year. Like I always used to get my iPhone in the store and those things. I've missed the whole launch things. But you know, I guess that's one thing that's happened this year that's really good in terms of you know, the gaming industry's had a lot of money injected into it. Obviously with the new generation, but also well. You know, we can't even buy PS4s and Xbox Ones here in the UK, yep. so every platform is benefiting from it, and I even think PCs will be as well. You know, games are people. Loads of people here, like we're running like this furlough scheme thing over here, so people have, may not have even worked for a year. So what do you do? Like, you know, yep. so it's it's definitely um, a good thing for the industry as a whole. Because I know the question of like how how relevant is a gaming con- gaming console? Like there's that question. Like what's the relevant? Like people say that, but there's quite a lot of demand. Look at the PS5. Look at the you know the stock shortages for everything. Um, it's it's real. It's a very booming industry. Very booming. Well, maybe to wrap things up a bit. Um what do you? What's some of your expectations for gaming this year, is or next few years? Is what would you like to see from each company or some yeah. companies? Yeah, I want I want Sony to step forward and do more with backwards compatibility. Um, I want them to do with more of a Game Pass. I think the first thing they 
you know, maybe not addressing the backwards compatibility because maybe some technical things there. I think it's addressing the the uh, Game Pass competitor. I think there needs to be just doing the PS Plus collection. Okay, that's fine. Either expand on that, you know, each month, or we're adding these games to that collection. You know, because that's kind of then like a Game Pass thing. Or just do a, a whole rehaul of PS Now. Um, whereby you you're like a PS Plus Pro membership or something, and you pay the ten ninety nine month Xbox charge or something. I feel like I want PlayStation to do that. As for Xbox, just release some games, <laughs> release some yep. Series X exclusives. Um, that's really what I want there. Um, but yeah, and also for me, for a personal point of view, for games is just play games, keep up with this thing. Mm-hmm. Even when life gets busy, I want to still dedicate time because this is the thing i said to my girlfriend it's like these two machines cost the best part of 900 pounds in the uk what's the point in paying 900 pound and then like life gets in the way and you can't play them it's like you've got to like get your value out of them by assigning time in your schedule which i haven't done hence why i'm now playing ps3 games in, in a ps5 generation and because i didn't dedicate time then i was just playing fifa so for me and that's also my thing where fun. like people talk about like the cost of game console it's like it's a thing you buy once and then you can keep it for like five to ten years. Yeah. I think that's a much more valid investment than say eleven hundred dollar smartphones that you keep for two year for two yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Um for me it's like yeah, I also want just PS five to just catch up with like media capabilities because I don't know why Sony dropped the wall there, because it's Sony. It's like they make the t- TVs that support it and they were really good at it with PS3. Yeah. Um, backwards compatibility. I would like to just also like a, like you said, a Game Pass competitor for a good price because I, I yeah, right now I don't see Sony matching that price of twelve ninety nine a month, but I hope they do. Um, well, as for games itself, I think they're quite suited. Uh, like yeah, like you said, Xbox just released their you know the new Halo Infinite, and now some new stuff. It's good, I think, that they bought Bethesda because that's a big uh, get for them. And when it comes mm-hmm. to Nintendo, it's like... Nintendo is, is weird. It's like they barely announced anything. I, I don't think even anything for this year that they're going to release. Um, there has been a lot of rumors about a Switch Pro. I would like to see that. They're like an updated model with like better specs to push 4K visuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see that, but just have a direct soon because there isn't anything on the horizon now that Mario 3D World has released, I believe. When, um, is it, when, when, when would be like a next Switch be due then? Because like, I know they don't tend to release the same time as Xbox and PlayStation do. They tend to be a bit after, don't they? So well, the original one was released... Well, it's not like an, a Switch 2. It's like a sort of like the PS4. The PS4 Mid-up. Pro it's was like to the PS4. Yeah, just better right. visuals, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, as for hardware then from both Xbox and Sony in the future, what would you like to see there? Cause uh, I would like to see a newly updated PSVR for uh, for PlayStation. Yeah, and for Xbox, I really don't know. I quite like the hardware to be honest. So far, mm. maybe like hand- upda- hand- maybe hand- like off. update the controller a bit with like more. Yeah. Next gen features because that really yeah. pills in comparison to the new Dual Sense, which is very very good. Yeah, I feel like if they do that though, they're just gonna it's gonna be the elite controller, which will be hundred odd, you know. I guess I'd love to see Sony most especially delve into a handheld like a Vita machine. Mm. Like I would like to see that as well because I love my Vita. Yeah, it was I think so, I c- it's such a good device. Yeah, that could be the perfect device that they could get right for backwards compatibility, set it as that type of product, all digital, none of this cartridge stuff, and just that, I think that would be a great, like, we're launching this product that you can play on PS5, but also when you're on the go, you can buy this $249 handheld, which can play all those games, as well as remote play of your PS5. And just like the subscription will pay for the machine, I, I think that's uh, yeah, you know, highly unlikely yeah, though. I, w- I think because <laughs> I think the VR is more likely. Um, but yeah, I would I would like love a- to see a new PS Vita, but I I, I don't see it happening. I think mm. the Vita left such a sour taste in their mouth 
but they mostly they they dropped the ball. They like they had like this weird memory cards and yeah, they just stopped okay. making games for it at one point after like mm. a year. That's that's the thing I really fought with Sony. Is like Sony is like they release a console and the console itself is very successful, but then they make like twenty accessories for that console, which they drop in like a year. Same with like the PSVR. It's like they promise like oh you can ha- we're gonna have PS5 support and they do. But for, with Hitman's, for instance, you had you have a PS5 version, but that PS5 version doesn't include the VR thing, so you have to inclu- install two versions on a really on an already very small hard drive that's smaller than the one in the Xbox yeah. to install two versions of the same game if you want to play VR, and it's sort of like such a half-assed implementation. That's that's the thing I really don't like about Sony. It's like they same what happened with like PS Move and the Vita. It's like they release yeah. something and it just drops support after one year, and you're like, why did I even buy this? There's too and many they do products that every single time. Yeah, there's too many products from Sony's history that are legacy products now, and they there's too many. Yeah, that so have, like, that's come one and gone. one thing I really don't like about them. Mm. I guess that's one something you gotta do now when you're looking at Sony accessories, or you know, take with a pinch of salt. Really think, how long is this gonna yeah. stick around? Wait you know. for one or two years and see if they still support it. If they don't, yeah. don't buy it. Yes. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're not ending the episode on a negative thing, but I guess um, you know that was a good deep, deep look, more, more of a deeper look, I guess, into our video game interests and um, experiences over the last um, well twenty odd years of our lives, Bram. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, for one, I'm just run around off and just say i'm really enjoying game consoles i think this pandemic if anything has made me fall back in love with games and also having you know friend playing with games playing games with friends online i really feel like i'm back in the school days like when i was like 15 16 playing call duty 4 modern warfare and um halo reach i think it was i was really into in halo 3 um i've really fell in love with games again and the setup i have is just a really amazing and yeah, hopefully, as I said, my list, I will update you. One of my things of the week when I finish one of those games, I will bring that up and tell you my experience of that game um, in the future episodes. So, so yes, yeah, so I hope everybody enjoyed their episode. And, Bram, is there anything yeah, you want same. to say before we round her off? Um, well, about next week's subject. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. I'll it's be hosting your... that one. Yes, go um, for it. I'm thinking about picking up, because uh, we talked about it earlier this episode, about maybe just ha- you know our houses, housing, and also the smart home things we have. Maybe like mm-hmm. some DIY stuff. Yeah. Uh, just talk about, you know, what we like, what's our designs like, what do we have in smart homes, what platforms do we use, stuff like that. Yep, that's really fresh in my mind. Um, and yeah, I've been doing a lot of housework over the DIY housework, not so much housework, but DIY uh, over the last um, 12 to 15 months, especially with lockdown. So yeah, that'll be a good episode. So if you are interested in that, please subscribe. Um, please follow the podcast on whatever podcast provider you listen to the show on. Um, also, as I said at the beginning of the show, please follow us on Twitter at From Across Pond. We will. We haven't been using the Twitter, so you might think it's inactive, but we will be using it um, in the upcoming uh, weeks. So please go over there. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for uh, the show this week and listening to the show and downloading and leave us a review. And um, we will see you guys next week. Take it easy. See you Bye. next week. <laughs>